Loading. The Crypto Coffee Podcast. Episode 20. Hashtag Team CCP. A freak road man from the circus. And the mighty mouthful. Ready. Set. Play. Anime Expo. LineCon 2022. Tell me about it. I haven't gone in years. I would have wanted to go. Yeah. But seeing those fucking crowds, fuck. I'm good. I have no interest in going to anything right now as far as like large groups. Yeah. The Like even the idea of like Disneyland kind of is like, uh, I don't want to. Because COVID's going back up right now. COVID's still a thing. Yeah. We're getting more cases. We might it kind of sucks we might go in lockdown again not lockdown but like uh they might like enforce masks yeah they've been telling us for like a couple weeks now they're like watch out we might and it's summer too which fucking sucks it's usually winter when like that shit gets worse no full-blown summer it's hot as fuck right now to the point where zeus is complaining about the heat you know it's bad when zeus is complaining about the heat when zeus speaks up there's something going on yeah He's, the, he's like the warden of truth. <laughs> we keep him as a signal. Whenever it's like something's wrong, you know if Zeus is talking. I want to say Zeus is our canary. In the coal mine. <laughs> Zeus, are we going to die in the next few weeks? Probably. Damn. So I uh, I actually got my Python uh, certificate. I'm fucking hyped. You have to get a certificate to get a Python? Uh, No, for uh, Python coding. What's that? Uh, Coding. Oh. Programming? Dude, I work in paint. Yeah. So when you said coding, I was like, a coat for what? <laughs> what polyurethane? <laughs> First of all, what are you staining? And what are you coding it with? A python? So actually, that reminds me, I do have to go to your uh, to your place, oh. so your work real soon, because uh, we bought these cabinets at IKEA that we really want to paint. Yeah. And so we're like, we can't find what we need at my store, so we're gonna go to yours to see if we can pick it up. I'll hook you up. I'll give you some free shit. Nice. Yeah, just let's. <laughs> We're about to admit to fraud right now. We're planning <laughs> fraud, boys. Just pretend to be a fucking rude customer. <laughs> and say, I know you can do this. I know you can blah blah, and I'll give you some free shit. So uh, another thing, speaking of free shit, uh, my girl and I went to a buffet yesterday. Oh, but their systems were down. Wait. So their 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 payment systems were down. So they could only take cash. Jeannie and I didn't have cash. And we were waiting for so long for them to, like, because we waited, like, maybe 10 minutes for them to, like, try to pick it back up. Yeah. And the lady was like, well, you guys been waiting here long enough. Just fucking go. <laughs> yep. Really? Yeah, so we got a free buffet. Same cool. Same thing almost happened to us in, uh, like, a few weeks ago. We went to the San Diego Zoo. Yeah. Uh, a group of friends. And we go to a fucking ramen place. Yeah. And it's it's uh, up there, right? Like, $20 for, like, a bowl of ramen. That's yeah. pretty expensive. Not the most expensive, but it, obviously it's not like the cheapest either. Yeah. So it's up there. We have a nice dinner and we all tried each other's like food. Like we have like an appetizer and stuff. It's pretty decent. The time comes to like leave. She brings us the check and we're like, okay, cool, cool. And then we don't know what happens because we leave a card on the check, but she never comes to like pick it up. And we're like, is this like a Denny's situation where you have to go to like the cash register to pay? Yeah. But it doesn't seem like that. It seems like a more formal sit down restaurant. Yeah. So we're all confused. 
we get up and as we're walking towards the register the our waitress is like all right have a great one guys goodbye and we're like yeah yeah bye bye and now we're we have this awkward it's a small ass restaurant too it's almost the size of the office right now it's we're walking towards the cash register and we're like should we just like walk out we're like i think she forgot while we're thinking about it uh, some some people from our party go to like the bathroom yeah. before we leave and we're just standing there <laughs> literally in front of like not in front but on the side of the cash register and we're like fighting me and pua pua's there i'm telling him we're leaving aren't we he's like oh we're fucking leaving <laughs> <laughs> ali's there too one of our former uh, uh guests and she's like ah, la, la. she doesn't even know what's fucking going on she's like so who paid already <laughs> i'm like no one but we're about to fucking leave She's like, I don't think we should do that. I'm like, we're fucking doing it. <laughs> and we wait. We keep waiting to see if like they're uh, they're gonna notice or anything. No, nothing. I think I actually even saw like two workers. Like, what are they still doing here? <laughs> we had the full blown like opportunity. We had the gate to leave. Uh, friend comes, pays. I'm like, no. He literally comes from the bathroom. Like, so we haven't paid, right? Like, no. All right. And goes to with his car to the fucking thing. Excuse me, excuse. Me. <laughs> you forgot that we didn't pay. Basically, like a like that one kid that reminds the teacher to give out homework. Yeah. And we were like, "Fuck, we almost got away with it." Hey, Zeus, were you invited to San Diego? No, I knew you were gonna go with that. Because <laughs> you know how we were talking about going to the uh, the tour, the, the tour. haunted house. Oh, <laughs> I was like, the Whaley tour? House. <laughs> Say what tour? We want to go on that. You know, the the Whaley House in San Diego. We so. It was technically, you keep saying, when I mentioned the Yosemite trip, you kept mentioning that it's for my birthday. It wasn't for my birthday. We were literally just planning a Yosemite trip. Well, because I remember how you had been like, oh, you know, I want to do this for my birthday. Yeah. So that's why in my mind it was like, oh, he did it for his birthday. San Diego Zoo was the thing for my birthday. That was like a few weeks ago. My birthday's in February. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm like, wait a minute, what? (laughs) So that's how late we were. uh, Were you invited to his birthday thing? No. Every every time, every week, I give you guys, like, my plans. I'm like, all right. <laughs> no, never, never extends an invitation. I, I've invited you guys to places. I just never go out. <laughs> Zeus always says no. I think the last time I think you were, uh, what was it, for TGI Fridays? Yes. And you're like, oh. you guys want to go? And I was like, no, I'm all right. <laughs> I, I was, like, considering it, but then I heard nothing else about it. So I was like, maybe, maybe it fell through. I should have. No, we actually did go. Damn. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and blame Zeus for that one. He kind of shut it down pretty quickly. He <laughs> said no. I was like, you know what? I'm not going to press him. Next time I'll press you, Jose, okay? I'm like, oh, damn. So I didn't know Zeus speaks for me. I know <laughs> you're more. I knew you're more down. I'm sorry, okay? I mean, food. No, the thing is, I'm flat broke right now. I'm like living paycheck to paycheck because I'm paying off the car. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much paycheck to paycheck at the moment. I mean, Whaley House, I can do Whaley House because it's like 18 bucks for the tour. Is it? Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll plan after recording. See if we can go because I do have some free like uh, days coming up. Yeah. Uh, summer vacation. One of my jobs is out. So yeah, Zeus, are you down? Yeah. Look at the ens- enthusiasm in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. So, uh, another thing too is uh, so this is kind of our anniversary episode. <laughs> Hello, it's a few listeners. Days late. <laughs> Welcome to the first annual Cryptic Coffee uh, Retour Re. re- <laughs> recap podcast episode we found out <laughs> while driving here in the car literally two hours ago 
Jose and I are talking about how, oh, the anniversary is coming up, our first ever episode. We were like, oh, I'm so excited. Let's actually do it. It's going to line up. We're going to do a perfect thing, blah, 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 blah. It was two days ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, two, two days ago from, from when we're recording this, because this episode probably won't go up till August. It's, yeah, it's not going to go up till later. It's literally like the 1st of July. It's the 2nd of July. Oh, dear God. <laughs> we record episodes, but they don't go up for a month. Yeah. In our defense, our editor has three jobs, so we kind of like don't nag him about it. So when we started, I was like not as busy. Now yeah. I'm fully fucking busy <laughs> not even with this but like other shit as well like i'm running multiple podcasts at this point which is not ideal if you're trying to be consistent i'm sorry listeners i was please. like because we were going through a, i was going through like our episode uploads mm-hmm. and we're kind of like a weekly thing for about maybe a month and then it took like an episode uh like episode one episode a month sometimes like there was a delay yeah, but we did get more busy as well because we did. It's not like we don't uh, try to record a week every week. Yeah. It's just that we do cancel more now because if something comes up. Something look, always comes up to us. Sucks. Work, emergency or family or stuff like that. It's And it's consistently everything. Everyone. <laughs> it, one week I'll cancel. One week Jose cancels. One week Zeus cancels. So it's been pretty bad. But welcome listeners. If you're still here after one year... Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. We really appreciate it. We're still a small podcast, but the numbers that we've had are pretty impressive, in my honest, humble opinion. we're tied with Cryptic Soup now. Fuck yes. (laughs) So at (laughs) this one-sided rivalry, both of us are at 15. They're comfortably right now living their lives, and I'm over here full of rage (laughs) and anguish. That they've been doing. Well, I mean, they've been more consistent. Yeah. We can't really blame them. They, they've been consistent. Yeah. But we, we have friends among us that can vote for us. <laughs> By vote for us, I mean, I mean, give us five-star ratings on Spotify. How many do we have right now? We, uh, we each have 15. 15. Thank you to our 15 friends. Please reach out to me, and I will personally thank you. And uh, speaking of that, thank you to uh, Nick B. from North Carolina. Shout out to Nick B., bro. So, we got a listener... He liked the show so much, he decided to message us on the Instagram. He actually did what we asked. Yes! So, finally, someone said, all right, I'm actually going to message them, tell them where I'm from, and tell them how I found them. A full year of saying, oh, follow us on the <laughs> on the Instagram. Crypto Coffee Pod. Jose has been fucking working his poor ass <laughs> off <laughs> trying to plug this Instagram, and we finally have someone. Thank you, man. Thank you. Shout out to Nick B. Shout out to North Carolina. Shout out to Nick B. Told us where he's from. Told us he found us on Spotify, which, thank you, Spotify, I guess. Yeah, thank you. Spotify has been one of our better ones. I think uh, it's better than Apple. iPhone listeners, step up. (laughs) With that being said, how are you guys doing? Well, like I said earlier, you know, I have my my Python uh, coding now. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, working on a little project to, you know, I guess, hopefully send out to a potential you know i guess interviews yeah i mean like normal i just got it and there's no way i'm gonna get a job but i'm thinking like okay you know i know this i know what i'm doing here's what i can do it's I a great this. start yeah everyone starts somewhere zeus <laughs> zeus i uh not a lot i mean recently i went to go watch the jurassic world movie is it good yeah i uh, liked it a lot is it worth watching in theaters yeah 
Okay, because I've only I've never seen a single Jurassic uh, World movie in theaters. I watch it like two years after it comes out. No, I I saw the Jurassic World movies in in theaters. They were all pretty good. I have a crush on Bryce Dallas Howard, like a little too big, like scale of one to ten. A solid eight point five. Oh, not that big then. It's big. <laughs> <laughs> solid eight point five, Bryce. How have you been? Pretty good. Pretty busy. It sucks. I uh, every time I'm like home, I'm looking at my laptop. I'm like, I should be editing, and then I knock out. <laughs> I don't know if you've got if if you guys have noticed, but like I've uh, we have a chat. I've stopped like replying like suddenly, even though I'm in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> That's because I literally fell asleep. I fell asleep before picking you guys up today. <laughs> yeah, I have work at five a.m. tomorrow, and I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, he'll get here. We'll be we'll be at the studio by seven thirty. We'll start recording. I get to go home and sleep on time. Not happening. It's almost 9 p.m. right now. I was playing Fall Guys with three of my friends. That's why I was like, let me know when you guys are getting ready or when you're on the way. I got off of work and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go home, pick up the backpack, that which has all the gear. And I was like, I'm going to go directly to Jose. And he's like, oh, no, I'm still doing deliveries till 6. I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll chill till 6. I got nothing to do. I'm over here watching fucking YouTube and I'm like, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. As I'm slowly <laughs> leaning towards my bed and I just... I hear the first snore and I wake up and I'm like, what time is it? I'm thinking it's like 2 a.m. or something. I'm like, oh, God, I fucking missed it. I'm expecting to see. And I check the time. No, no, no. Still recently within time, but just a little late. I just imagine you waking up thinking it's like the next day. <laughs> I've done that before. Uh, we were supposed to hang out. Oh, this one was way before. You can't blame me for this one, okay? <laughs> Where was the invite? <laughs> Way before we started hanging out, like, consistently. I was so fucking tired. I knew I was not going to wake up. And I was like, yeah, sure, I'll go. <laughs> we were supposed to, like, oh, we were going to go to McDonald's to play a board game. Oh, I miss doing that. We used to do that a lot. You went a couple of times. Yeah, I thought it was great. But what happened? Like, I think there was a reason we stopped doing it. COVID? Uh, no, they moved. Well, COVID partly yeah. put a fucking kibosh on that. And uh, half of the people there, the uh, Jordan and Ashley, they moved to Colorado. Yeah. So they're no longer here with us, unfortunately. We miss you guys. Anyways, yeah. We were supposed to do that, and it was like 9, 10 o'clock at night when everyone gets together. Yeah. Apparently, there was a whole fucking thing where, like, almost everyone in the group called me <laughs> at least five times each. And I never... By the way, it's also July. Did I mention that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. The messages that I woke up to from Pua, Shannon, Jordan, all my friends just wake up, wake up, <laughs> just consistently wake up, missed call from, missed call from, wake up, missed call from. <laughs> they still talk about that fucking day. Remember the day Efren just fucking left and died? <laughs> I'm glad with my, like when uh, my shit like that, when we were going to go to the fucking uh, hiking no one no one brings it up i'm fucking glad because that shit sucked i felt bad but i wasn't told until like two hours right before that was 100 percent my fault that was 100 percent my fault whenever i plan like fucking spontaneous shit i always miss one thing or a couple of things in this case it was literally telling my friend <laughs> hey we're actually doing this and we're doing it in two hours mm -hmm. get ready so, I do want to bring it back a little bit to the whole year thing. We have been through, like, a journey, boys. It's been, like, the topics that we've said, the 
the fucking like stories that we've brought the fucking uh adventures that we've gone on funny enough right we've actually gone on adventures because of this podcast i mean we got robbed once but <laughs> the other ones were pretty fun too <laughs> that was kind of fun too i mean that that was a good episode and uh, zeus almost attacked the man with the fucking knife <laughs> with the hidden comb knife my re- biggest regret was sequoia it was such a fun adventure that we had for the episode to like come out so bland yeah we were just so tired next time i think we're just gonna get there and record then go at an adventure what has been your favorite episode so far see for me for the longest time it was the episode where we got robbed (laughs) (laughs) i just thought that was a great episode all around but we've had some great ones since then yeah we've been we've had some bangers the guests as well yeah i know my friends uh my friend's always like, oh, you know, the guest is great. Dylan complains that all our guests are cooler than him. Yeah. After Dylan came on, I just went like on a plethora of like my friends. Yeah. And I I feel bad because Dylan kept saying, oh, they're cooler than me. <laughs> no, they're not, Dylan. You're cool, man. <laughs> You've been here multiple times. You're like an uh, honorary like a host. So we actually have to bring him back. He's going to hear this in a month from now and like, re- like realize that we actually do have to bring him back because he's sending me notes. He caught up on the podcast. And oh. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll send him as notes from Dylan. And he was like, just bring me back on. So we'll bring him back on like in a month or two. We'll have him on. I try to bring my friends too, but uh, something always happens. Like they're not able to come like last second or something. You did bring the, th- what is it? The third one? Kennedy? Because that's, I consider that your guest. Like your that's your best friend. She's our friend as well, but she's like your best friend. Yeah. And then you did bring on your brother last week. I don't know if that audio is ever going to make Oh, damn, really? We, we might have to remake it. Yeah. I don't mind remaking that episode. But, yeah, we can. Because, like, that was another episode where I had to, like, fucking go to work early in the morning, so I'm already just, like, done. Yeah, it was another fucking... That's another thing that keeps us, like, uh, uh, schedule-wise. You do work a lot now. And I work, like, at fucking 5 a.m., 3 a.m.? Yeah, you work the fucking uh, graveyard shift. Your schedule used to be a lot more sporadic. It used to be like, oh, I'm free for these few days. Now you're like, I'm free one day, and then one day, and then that's it. Yeah, I'm fucking mad about it. Because, <laughs> like, I, I am extremely anti-work. So whenever <laughs> I, like, don't get me wrong, I like getting hours, and I like getting money. Yeah. But also being like, fuck, I have to go to work. It does suck waking up in the morning and just being like, fuck, man. Everyone's still sleeping, and you're like, I'm literally about to wake up, take a shower, to go to a fucking job. <laughs> A job that I don't actually hate. I really like that job. but I like my job too, but even then, I'm still like, do you ever feel guilty about it? Because I've had shitty-ass jobs. Yeah. I know, you, I know you've oh, had shitty-ass jobs. jobs. You know you have a good job, and then you're like, I should feel guilty that I'm still like complaining here. <laughs> but I'm still complaining either way. <laughs> the thing is, I don't even complain about the hours because I, I, I thought it was going to be bad, right? But 3 a.m., 5 a.m., it's not even that bad. Mm-hmm. The worst is 6 a.m. because somehow that's me sleeping in and I'm still late to work. Because at 3 a.m. you're still awake, basically. Well, I mean, uh, I take uh, melatonin gummies just like knock out. So I try to get at least six hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning to get ready for work, I'm like, I'm feeling good. Hmm. Wake up at 4 a.m. to get ready for work. I'm feeling good. Wake up at 5 to get ready for work. I want to die. I'm literally just like five more minutes. (laughs) Five more minutes. Five more minutes. When you risk your career for a couple minutes of sleep. (laughs) It's that could happen. The other day, I got to work late about like 10 minutes. The boss looks at me and he's like, you've never done this before. Dude, actually the other day too, I got to work 10 hours or not 10. I got to work two hours late and the boss looks at me and he's like, you're late. I'm like, yes, I am. 
He's like, well, blame the truck. And then I just go straight to work and that was it. Oh, that's fucking great. Because I go into work and I'm thinking like, oh, fuck, you know, everybody's already going to be there. They're going to like look at me weird. Yeah. No one gave a fuck. No one cared that I was late. I was just like, I'm trying to think of an excuse. Everyone's just like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Yeah. That's great. I've Oh, I wish I had something like that situation where I could go like at least once a month or something be like two hours fucking late. <laughs> like, Sorry, guys. The thing is, it was, so it wasn't really my fault. I woke up because uh, I was scheduled for 2.30. Mm-hmm. so i wake up and i'm like getting ready to go and they got like we got a message the truck's delayed it's not gonna be here for a few hours stand by i stay up for an hour and then i just like go back to sleep i wake up and 30 minutes after i fell asleep the truck had arrived oh. so i like immediately put on my pants or anything i fucking raced to work i'm like two hours late well so truck was late what the fuck do we care for yeah it wasn't your fault no wonder. So that's why he why he said just blame the truck. Well, the thing too is apparently um I have a coworker who's also gets there late who like who's done that with like no call no shows, doesn't uh like he'll show up an hour late and stuff like that. Boss, the store manager is like really fucking lenient. He's just like, I mean, if you show up, you do your work. The fuck do I care when when you arrive? Yeah, I guess. Which is why I fucking love that job. Oh, that sounds great. If you, if I do a no call no show on my fucking job, you'll, you'll be on like your last fucking line. There's like a tier system where yeah. you get like points for everything, like occurrence or stuff that you do. Yeah. If you do a no call no show, you immediately go to like the very last thing. One more thing and you're fired. <laughs> oh shit. No call no show is the worst thing you could do at my fucking job. Which is funny because I've done like three. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless, going back to the podcast, what do we have to drink, boys? I have some uh, homemade uh, milk coffee with almond milk this time. Pretty tasty. Still in the kombucha. Still in the kombucha. I'm glad I say this thing because I fucking love this medicine bottle type jar. It is pretty cool. I was going to recommend like a Yoohoo bottle, but nah, that looks like like very medicinal. You, maybe if you take off the label, it just looks like literally just random medicine. You put a cork in it. <laughs> no, nah, don't put like a fucking skull sticker on it. Oh, <laughs> The yeah. fucking poison skull stickers. That would work. I went to 7-Eleven to get some boba because uh, they have boba in a can. And I was like, this looks cool. I always like, every once in a while, I, I'll get one. It tastes kind of like shit. I'll be honest. I don't like it. But boba in a can. What do you expect, right? Yeah. Uh, but then I found this fucking shit. Lilo and Stitch tea. <laughs> I don't know what the letters are. It says Kirin uh, milk tea. I'm going to assume it's Japanese letters. Don't, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure they make rice vinegar. Yeah. I have Kirin vi- or rice vinegar. I just don't know why. Because, like, the label, it's nothing to do with Lilo and Stitch. It just says milk tea. It says, thank you, my friend. <laughs> and then a picture of Lilo and So you told me about this. And I was like, this fucking 7-Eleven has imported shit. Yeah. Oh, the 7-Eleven by my house has, like, imported Pepsi, imported, like, Fanta. And then the boba in a can that I tell you about. Yeah. It's the only one I've ever seen like that. I have three 7-Elevens near my house. It's just that one specifically. I don't know why. I guess because, like, it's individual owners. Yeah. This motherfucker has a plug. This dude probably just goes to Kmart, picks stuff up. Or not Kmart, uh, H-Mart. <laughs> you were tripping too, please tell me. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> motherfucker said Kmart. I'm like, first yeah, of all. Yeah, like, it, it hit me, like, very slowly. I was like, Kmart. And I was like. <laughs> Kmart? <laughs> I was thinking of an H-Mart. Because you do live near an H-Mart. I do live near an H-Mart. I went there the other day, and I felt like the whitest guy there. Even though I'm fully blo- like full-blown Mexican, to like make me feel like the whitest guy, I was like, oh, shit, this is bad. <laughs> then I saw another like hipster white girl. I'm like, oh, thank God I'm not the whitest person here. 
Right, what are you drinking, Zeus? Well, I thought it would be smart to bring a frozen bottle of water, but now I'm fucked because that's a wait for the <laughs> ice to melt. That does fucking suck when you're thirsty. And that water is like some of the best water you ever taste. Just recently melted water. Yeah. That shit is so fucking Just amazing. It tastes like it's from the heavens. Exactly. Did you guys... No, I don't know if you did. Did you guys ever go to Camp High Hill? No. I uh, broke my leg the day before I was supposed to go. You son of a bitch. What were you doing? I don't Jumping on the bed. <laughs> it wasn't even that. I don't remember what it was. I just remember my leg was broken and that was it. Couldn't go to Camp High Hill. $25 wasted. That is so fucked. What time of year was it? If you could remember. It was like spring or summer. Ah, that's the best time too. I went in winter. Yeah. First of all, my teacher had had to convince me to go. I think that teacher till this fucking day because I was so scared. I told my mom. I was a fucking pussy as a kid. I told my mom, tell my teacher that I'm sick or something because I don't want to go. I don't know why. I, I wasn't even scared of the woods. I was just like social like anxiety. I was just like, I just don't want to be around people. And I, I don't want to be around these kids like eh, for a week. I'm like, I'm going to get bullied something. <laughs> I'm going to miss. Oh, yeah. I also was like. I used to, as a kid, I was always like, if I'm not home, I think my parents are dead. (laughs) (laughs) That type of fucking weird-ass energy where, like, if I'm not there, something bad must be happening. (laughs) I have to be home. And then you develop an OCD just like, I have to make sure they're home. I have to make sure I'm home. At this point in time, I've got to make sure they're home. I want to make sure they're on their bed. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So little fifth grader me is full of fucking trauma for no goddamn reason. (laughs) Out here telling my mom, tell my teacher I can't make it. (laughs) So after school, I remember like it was yesterday. After school, my mom goes to pick me up. I'm like, okay, teacher's in there. I'm going to go be playing at the playground. Because, you know, after school, they like, eh, for the kids that would get picked up late, they had like balls and stuff. Yeah. So I'm out there playing by myself with like a fucking tennis ball or something. Or not a tennis ball, like a handball. The big red ones. And then I see across the fucking campus, I see my mom and my teacher walking towards me. I'm like, fuck! (laughs) (laughs) I go up to her and like, your mom tells me that you don't want to go. Inside, I'm like, that's not what I told you to fucking tell her. Fucking- <laughs> <laughs> How dare you betray me? How- yeah, I felt fucking betrayed. And, my- and I'm not even li- making eye contact with my teacher. I'm like looking at the ground, looking at my shoes, trying to fiddle. Yeah. Fifth grade me just fucking terrified. She's like, why don't you want to go? I'm like, I'm scared. What are you scared of? I don't know. Just go, Efren. Like I, I don't know. I, I I'm, I, I'm just scared. I, I, what if I, I don't want to leave my mom alone. She's like, listen, I don't know. I forget the pep talk. I'll be honest, but by the end of it, she was grabbing my shoulder and everything. It was a fucking moment, bro. <laughs> That's a core memory. <laughs> by the end of it, I'm like, yeah, you're right, Miss Richardson. I am brave. I can go. I fucking win. <laughs> <laughs> fast forward two days i'm over here with a fucking backpack full of like uh dumbass clothing that can't even survive the winter <laughs> two one pair of shoes <laughs> and a fucking watch because i'm of course i'm i'm in nature <laughs> i didn't ever wore watches but i have a watch because i'm in nature and i don't know what time it's gonna be over there i'll tell you it's the most scuffed like thing ever because i had not prepared to go yeah i was fully like in thinking like for the month that we're supposed to prepare i'm fully thinking yeah my mom's gonna tell her i can't go and i'm not gonna go i'm just gonna chill at home for a week and no school play video games blah 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 
So most scuffed uh, fucking pa- uh, camping package ever. <laughs> I'm on the bus. I'm looking. Funnest week of my life. Funnest fucking week of my life. I forgot how we actually got to Camp High Hill. What was I even supposed to say? It was like a school bus, I think, no? School bus? Fuck. Either way, let's just talk about Camp High Hill <laughs> since we're here. Get there. It's winter, but it's like February. So it's the, there's no more snow, but it is cold as fuck. Yeah. We go out there. We start hiking. We have to hike to the fucking campsite. So where the bus stops we actually it doesn't there's no road towards like the buildings so we actually have to hike for like an hour little ass kids we look like little fucking army men (laughs) single file line or it was like small soldiers yeah it was two and two it was like a buddy system type of thing the girls went one way and the boys went the other way we later find out that the girls went like through a paved road and the boys basically went through fucking dirt and trees and foliage I don't know why. I, I think we crossed the river. I, I might be lying, but I, I it felt like we did. <laughs> Point being, that week basically like awakened my love my love for like nature. Why are you laughing? Because uh, <laughs> the girls were just taking the easy route, like on paved road, and exactly you and the boys went on like the the what is it called the the Litov Pass. <laughs> <laughs> here in the middle of the siberian wilderness (laughs) (laughs) these girls are going through a paved southern california road that's what it's called right the The jetlo pass yes oh my god do you know how that mystery was solved no it was recently solved because of frozen (sighs) the the The, disney movie the disney movie how i didn't know that part i knew it was solved i had no idea it had to do with frozen I don't know the full story, but I know it has something to do with the snow physics from that movie. You're fucking lying. I'm not. Uh, so it was something like that. Like they, uh, Disney like had accurately like done the snow physics of that movie. So it somehow they were like, oh, I guess people were like researching it. It's like, oh, this kind of makes sense. And they were, they were able to piece together what had happened because <laughs> Frozen. happened was. <laughs> no, go ahead. No, that's literally it. They literally, the snow physics, I believe. That is so fucking crazy as I'm looking at baby group right now. <laughs> Your parent company, they figure it out <laughs> through like, once again, it's, I know there's actually cases like that where, um, they'll something will be done so accurately. Dude, um, Assassin's Creed, uh, Unity, they had this like really well rendition of a, what was the name of that church? The one that had burned down in France. Uh, Notre Dame. The Notre Dame? It- it actually might be fucking Notre Dame. Yeah. Holy shit, Zeus. <laughs> it had a uh, burn down. Yeah. But because of the way it was rendered in Assassin's Creed, they were actually able to perfectly recreate it in real life. I also so did they not rebuilt know that. it that way. That's amazing. I do know about I think Assassin's Creed three. No, no, no. A Brotherhood, I think. Yeah. And one of the ones that's in Rome. I remember reading a Reddit post years ago about a kid who went on like a field trip, and they got lost, and no one knew how to get to the, the Colosseum. And they're like, how the fuck? All the teachers are lost. And the kid's like, I know. The kid takes them through the fucking streets of Rome and knows <laughs> where to turn. And they're like, have you been here before? No, I played Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Camp High Hill. Yeah, that basically awakened my like uh, love for nature. That uh, I remember waking up and seeing deer outside our, ho- our house, our cabin. 
I remember someone pooped in the fucking shower. <laughs> and then there was a big old fight. That's when I learned how organization helps a lot. Communication helps a lot. We had to be like, all right, guys, we know it wasn't you. We know it wasn't you. And we had to like deduce it was that motherfucker right there. <laughs> I really forgot why I even started talking about fucking Camp High Hill. Oh, um, because we were talking about, uh, I don't even remember this, this point. Now. I'm like researching what, like I'm trying to bring up the information, how they were able to figure out. Yeah. But yeah, so right here in this article, using the frozen, uh, the frozen animation codes, researchers were able to recreate, uh, create a stimulation of the Coats, uh, Cyclops avalanche. And that way they were actually able to figure out how it happened, how the ribs and the skulls of the people were broken in the, in the way. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I they were using the snow physics to like recreate what happened. They used and the same technology to like recreate uh, the avalanche that happened. Yeah. Oh, that makes perfect sense, actually. And so they were able to like figure it out. A fucking Disney movie, solving a fucking mystery like that. A sixty-two-year-old mystery. We'll get into the specific details because, from what I remember, it wasn't anything like too like paranormal it was literally just like yeah something happened like an avalanche and they all yeah. died it wasn't like aliens russian experiments nothing like that even those though were those, theories, were, those were all the main theories yeah well let's all get into our stories because we are an hour <laughs> into recording we're almost nah we're about like 35 minutes it's thank you for those of you like thank you for everyone who like stuck with us through that nah it's it's calm it's chill it's an it's a year anniversary. We're tired. <laughs> to answer your question, my favorite is probably the Space Brains episode. I never got to say what my favorite episode was. <laughs> I don't think I did either. Maybe that's why we were talking about Campfire eventually. Well, the Sequoia. There we go. That's how we get back to it. Because uh, I had said my favorite episode was, um, you so, know, the where we got robbed. Where we got robbed, and then you started mentioning Sequoia, and then that's I think that's why I went to Campfire Hill. Mm, probably. What was my favorite one? I think it might have been like one of the guest ones. I don't know if it was like, could have been Allie, could have been Mars, could have been uh, Dylan, I think. Maybe I Kennedy too. Kennedy yeah, was Ken- a fun yeah, episode. Kennedy's, Kennedy's a favorite great. one too. We were Fucking la- Zeus out here scaring the shit out of me. <laughs> Actually, it might have been the Kennedy episode because of the whole, uh, what's it called? Uh, Mr. Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I like that episode a lot too. That was like the first time where Zeus came out with a fucking banger, like surprisingly. We didn't expect, we thought he was going to be the mid, like, story. Yeah. Because he wasn't supposed to be the main story, but he comes out with the best story. <laughs> and then Homeboy brings out Snally Gaster. Snally Gaster part two. He does it again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Zeus. We're going to, like, categorize them and call those, like, Zeus banger episodes. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make a playlist. Yeah. So who wants to start us off today? Uh, I don't mind starting us off. I have kind of a small one. Okay. Uh, this one is the Pope Lick Monster. Oh, when you said Pope Lick, I thought you were going somewhere else, but okay. <laughs> yeah, when I when I was when I heard this one, I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> he was like, I don't know if I should click on this. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up Catholic, so uh, <laughs> as we pull on our collars. All right, so you know, native to uh, Louisville, Kentucky, in the Pope Lick trestle outside the city, the Pope Lick monster is either a half man. Half a goat, or a half man, half sheep, or a headless man. <laughs> no one is able to actually describe what he is or how he is. Yeah. But this is according to a newspaper clipping from the Louisville Times. So there's also like many descriptions of him. Some say like you know he's like this hybrid with uh, small horns coming out of his forehead, 
has hairy goat legs, has greasy hair. But these all like all these kind of uh, appearances, they all stem from like the uh, the 1880s, which is where one of the first you know kind of sightings occurred. So the thing about this place, so I'm gonna bring it, describe what goes on in this place, the trestle, before I describe the goat man, because the goat man, there's not much more, there's not too much information. Yeah, there's origin stories, but there isn't really like this is what he did. Is this that place where everyone tends to go to, like that bridge area? Yes. Okay, so they okay. Uh, so yeah, you know, it's small enough that when you know if you're walking on that and a train comes at you, you have nowhere to escape. So people actually end up having to jump from there to try to survive. Oh, dear God. One person actually did survive. I think this was like in 1988. They survived a 100-foot fall. But yeah, so, you know, a bunch of stuff started happening. And it started kind of happening around 1984 where more stuff started occurring. Stuff like that. People just suddenly find themselves walking on the bridge, walking towards there. And it's kind of a it's kind of like said, oh, you know, the goat, uh, the goat, uh, the public monster. He uh, uses like mimicry or like voice mimicry and stuff like that to kind of lead people to the tracks as trains are approaching. Because, you know, if you fucking see a train, unless you're trying to unalive yourself, you really wouldn't be going towards it. Mm-hmm. But other, other people also say like this is worse to me because it's either either he'll use his uh, voice to kind of like get you on the bridge or he'll attack you with an axe. <laughs> That's <laughs> that, Those are his two modes of attack. My man has weapons. <laughs> he has a bloody axe. But like I said, not many people have like described it. It's kind of just an old urban legend. Mm-hmm. And there's been like several different ones, you know, cryptid. Some people say he's like a deformed circus monster. I did find an article that kind of like gave one of the uh, the like the origins. So this is from uh, Louisville Halloween, which is like, I guess, you know, the, the website where they can't sell stories. In every urban legend, there's a cornerstone of truth and every story has a beginning. This was one about named Colonel... Uh, Sanders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the man himself. He makes a comeback. It Turn is up. Kentucky. <laughs> oh, shit. He's right. Oh, God. Can we deviate for a second and talk yeah. about the CCP? <laughs> oh, God. Oh. The CCP. <laughs> Last night, we're talking about like ideas, like logos and stuff. We're trying to make shirts. We're trying to make like uh, merch and stuff like that. And Zeus says that he's been trying to make an anagram of like our 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 name, the title of the Cryptic Coffee Podcast. Cryptic Coffee Podcast means CCP. If you do it into a fucking anagram, and Zeus was like, "I think that's a great fucking anagram, CCP. That's pretty cool." I read this late, but I just knew immediately how Jose was going to reply. Like, brother, that's the Chinese Communist Party. <laughs> Zeus was like, "Oh, I am dying at this point." I just got home from work. I'm fucking dying. Because I immediately thought, CCP, that's not good, Zeus. (laughs) (laughs) Who had the idea of changing it by adding the 3 a.m.? That was me. Yo, okay. Jose was like, don't worry. We can save this. That's not the full name. I know we haven't mentioned it a lot, but the full name is the 3 a.m. Cryptic Coffee Podcast. Let's just add the 3 a.m. He makes an anagram. The 3 a.m. Cryptic Coffee Podcast means it's T3AM and then CCP. I look at this with solid clarity and say, Jose, that just says Team CCP. (laughs) I can't believe the odds of that shit. Not only once, but twice. So welcome to the Chinese Communist Party <laughs> podcast. My name is Efren. This is Jose. And Zeus. Today we're drinking milk tea. 
Oh, that shit was hilarious. Dude, right, so, um, Jeannie and I have been watching Ranma, Ranma One Half, mm-hmm. and uh, we're wa- I was watching it with her as this whole conversation is going. <laughs> I am fucking dying. I'm literally like on my bed. I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm dying, just laughing. I know for a fact you were wheezing, bro. <laughs> I was wheezing. I could imagine your laugh as I was dying. <laughs> I was fucking dying. <laughs> just the solid second of silence where and i read that i was like that that that, that shit says team ccp that that that, that sh- i can't believe it that actually says it that goes out to our listeners in china <laughs> shout out guys thank you for supporting this year thank you, you for supporting the team ccp thank you thank you for supporting the ccp podcast Funny enough, we've had a lot of support from China, which is hilarious. It makes this even so much funnier. Oh, the realization. Let's get back to the goat man. To the, the Pope Liquor. The Pope Liquor. The Pope Liquor. That's his new name. So, this colonel was a ringmaster in um, a traveling circus that went around the Americas in the 1930s. This is why it's kind of weird. Because I have like a, a description of him from like the ninth, from the, the 18th. Yeah. yeah. But 1930s, supposedly, um, this, you know, colonel was a really terrible person. And, you know, the the public monster just happened to be one of the freaks in his theater and his circus. So after abuse and stuff, he escaped and vowed revenge on humans who. So that's why it's like to this day, he still haunts the area. Yeah. That's a bit much, no? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have one bad like ringmaster. It's humans that have caused this. <laughs> so the Courier Journal, it, it appears a few times uh, when I was reading it, mm-hmm. which was like the first time, the first site, or the first supposed occurrence was from 1880. But there's no mention of the the public monster. Yeah, it just happened in this area where there was like, I think a, a train f- uh, fell over and over a hundred people died. Oh dear God! There was no you know mention of the public monster, but people kind of attribute that to him. Yeah, as this was like was well maintained area. And then we just had this random accident. So no solid monster goat man sighting from the 1800s. Yeah. But a bunch of shit has happened, from which like, is attributed yeah, to it. The okay. 19th, like, but like officially from like the 1930s to now is when people are like, oh, yeah, this is the public monster. Okay. We've, got we, it. we've seen him. That's why there's like so many different like, like, oh, you know, this is what I saw. I saw this. I saw this. Yeah. So it makes sense. The, the circus theory. Yeah. So, according to the Courier-Journal, there was actually, like, two deaths in 87 and 88. And ever since then, just a bunch of different uh, close calls, all attributed to the public monster and, you know, him trying to protect his area. And uh, it says, like, un- like, although incapable of the human speech, the goat man is said to be able to mimic human voices. As his, He's also known to call out the names of people. So, like, let's say, you know, we're, the three of us are going on a hike, and you start to hearing, Hey, Efren. Oh no, that's that's a goodbye right there. <laughs> so he's known to mimic people like voices, try to call them towards the bridge, and just to like you know get them to climb up trees and stuff. So that's kind of like mostly what I have. I thought it was like a small little short one of this fucking like weird monster that I'd never heard of. Mm-hmm. And like I said, there's a bunch of like discrepancies in the timings. The first one that they kind of attributed to him was like from the 1880, but the store urban legend came from the 1930s of. This abused, uh, I guess, I don't know what a better word to say, but a freak. Yeah. I mean, you yeah, just vowed revenge on humans. And ever since then, it's just in that area with the bloody axe. The imagery of running into a train is so like 
scary to me. Not well, not scary, but like yeah. it's so fucking it's strong imagery because they're not suicidal. They're running away from something and they rather go towards a train. Like, can you imagine how scary the thing they're probably running away from? That's how they're gonna get Wendy Goon. <laughs> Wait, no, they already got him in the ocean. Never mind. There, I got my man. Uh, today is July second, twenty twenty two. Wendy Goon, one of our favorite YouTubers, has just come out with a fucking banger of a video. The missing four one one. Missing four one one. And uh, at the end of that YouTube video, he ends up in the ocean. Where one thing that he f- absolutely fucking hates. For his whole, like, the lifespan of his uh, channel. Yeah. Hates the ocean, is scared of the ocean, terrified of the ocean. Me and Jose have a theory that what you don't see, on, <laughs> what you see off camera, <laughs> is, a, is a fucking CIA agent, <laughs> special fucking agent uh, Dale Cooper, <laughs> with a goddamn Glock. <laughs> A Glock in one hand and cherry pie and coffee in the other. I hope he uploads again, but I think that might have been Wendigoon's last video. <laughs> they got him. <laughs> they got him. They fucking got him. My man saw, saw JFK. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the one he did recently? The the two uh, kids on the train tracks. The train tracks. The, the bodies on the train shit tracks. shit had me so like, oh my God, he's really getting into it now. He, that's why I'm like, the CIA is going to get this, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, sad that Wendigoon stabbed himself in the chest 18 times. <laughs> <laughs> ran into a bridge, ran into a fucking oncoming train, and then just suicide himself like that. I can't believe it. Because for those who don't know, the kid, the two kids that got found on the train tracks, they were blamed for being high. Turns out, no, there were stab wounds. There's fucking. It's clear they got uh, murdered. Uh, and some of the people implicated in this fucking case, I'll just say one of them. His name rhymes with Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I, Seuss, I can't believe Efren shot himself in the fucking head five times. Backwards. And then his dog decapitated him and ate the head. Can you that, believe that's part of the story? That's part of the story. Oh. This man was decapitated, his head <sighs> in another different room. Oh, yeah, he suicided himself and his dog just happened to eat his face. So before the Pentagon gets on our ass, yes, we think Wendigoon is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Church dead. I, I, I am. I have his fucking YouTube. I hit the bell icon. I am hoping for a notification soon. I hope you're good, Wendigoon. Zeus, what story did you bring? Let me pull it up real quick. Goddamn, they're gonna bring J. Edgar Hoover back from the dead just to get my ass. They're gonna do some type of ritual. The fucking that CERN video all over again. Yes. <laughs> the fucking middle of the of the Pentagon. <laughs> They're all just chanting. <laughs> you know there's a Taco Bell in there? Yeah. That's crazy. I think they have a subway too. I wish I could work out. I, that's one of my like, I have a list of like weird jobs that I wish I could do. That's one of them. Be a fat, fast food. <laughs> be a fat food. <laughs> be a fast food worker at the Pentagon. That'd be a good icebreaker. Dude, imagine. That's a great ass pickup line. I work at the Pentagon, girl. <laughs> she's like, what do you, what do, you do? do? Don't fucking ask that. It's yeah, classified. It's classified. <laughs> she goes to your house and she sees a Taco Bell uniform. <laughs> I make Gordita crunches for the fucking CIA agents. I'm feeding the government, damn it. <laughs> it ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> uh, the story I brought is uh, courtesy of my friend Alyssa. Thank you for uh, showing me this. Shout out to Alyssa. Not the one that was previously here. This is another one. Or it could have been. I don't know if they know each other like that. The world may never know. <laughs> uh, it's Mel's Hole. 
Ah, this has been getting great. I don't know if I talked about this. Astonishing Legends did an episode on it. Did they? And I've seen like more and more stuff pop out about Mel's Hole. Mel's Hole is a great fucking story. I love Mel's Hole. <laughs> yeah, she was like, have you heard of that? that <laughs> <laughs> See, because we have a friend. In our context, we have a friend named Mel. And the face, if this was a video podcast, when I said that and I realized what I said all. Oh. See, I, I realized that oh. as soon as I, because I saw the memes. And I was like, I'm going to tell a friend about this. But I don't know how I should approach it. Hey, have you heard about your hole yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it was so funny because we were on the phone and I was like, oh, we're going to record tomorrow. And she's like, oh, well, have you heard about Mel's hole? And I was like, who? Because <laughs> I had the same reaction. Because I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, she sent me the link to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank God. I thought you were talking about something yeah, else. This is like a really famous story. And I've like seen, I've seen multiple videos on it. And then I know Astonish Legends is going to edit an episode on it. And it kind of got repopular again for a good, like, you know, solid month where you would just more YouTube videos about it. Yeah, I just, this one's hard to believe. I really have to, like, see for myself. What the fuck? Because, like, some of the things that Zeus is about to talk about is, yeah. it's a little unbelievable. You want to know what's happening with Mel's Hole? <laughs> Please, tell us what's <laughs> happening on Mel's Hole. The legend of the bottomless hole started. <laughs> <laughs> I really hope Mel doesn't listen to this podcast. I'm sorry. Uh, we're sorry <laughs> we're sorry mel if you're listening she's in nevada now she moved to she lives in reno i think yeah i remember you told me i was shocked because i hadn't spoken to her in a while so i was like what the fuck did she move yeah shout out to reno nevada <laughs> and mel's hole well <laughs> the legend of the bottomless hole started on february 21st 1997 when a man identifying himself as mel waters appeared as a guest on Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Waters claimed that the, that he owned rural property nine miles west of Ellensburg in, uh, I'm going to try my best to pronounce this, Katitas County? <laughs> You're like, no. Don't we're, look at me. I, just, I'm not even going to be able to try to correct that. <laughs> well, uh, Katitas County, Washington, that, ca- that contained a mysterious hole. <laughs> we're immature. We're sorry. <laughs> We're children, guys. We never grew up. Well, the thing is, I guess if you and I didn't have that friend, <laughs> it would not like the, the would, words. It I, would be a lot easier. Because here's go. the thing. I've heard the story so many times growing up and never once did it occur to me until the fucking Astonishing Legends put up all those fucking memes. Yeah. Right. That's when it finally I'm like, oh, God, this is a fucking. If I did not have a friend named Mel, I would be like, yeah, tell us more. I'd be more like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you're just like, shut up. Shit. Even when I'm alone listening about it, I'm like, cool, because I'm just by myself. But the fact that me and Jose both know Mel, I'm like, <laughs> I can't even make eye contact with Jose. According to Waters, the hole had an unknown depth of at, of at least 80,000 feet. <laughs> stop. Stop drinking what I'm reading. <laughs> a big gulp i see him <laughs> from the fucking peripheral of my of my eyesight <laughs> stop himself. i'll be quiet i'm sorry <laughs> i just see him thing drinking like, and then you stop. Work quiet. it's just like the whole like thing is you were quiet but they're just like catching your reaction i almost spat that shit out <laughs> according to waters the hole had an unknown depth of at least eighty thousand feet he claimed to have measured its depth using fishing line and a weight Although he still had not hit hit bottom by the time 80,000 feet of line had yes, been used. he ran out. He said, I made it 80,000 feet. I didn't get reach the bottom. I didn't even know they made fishing line that fucking long. <laughs> Why do you need fishing line that long? <laughs> For real. 
You're not gonna be able to use all that. You're not going in a Mariana trench, like hoping to catch something. You know who does? That fucking boy from the DreamWorks logo. <laughs> he needs the eighty thousand feet if anybody. <laughs> he also claimed that his neighbor's dead dog had been seen alive sometime after it was thrown into the hole. That's fucked. <laughs> Holy shit! According to Waters, the hole's magical properties prompted U.S. federal agents to seize the land and fund his relocation to Australia. My man's had to leave the fucking states. You don't. You don't leave the 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 land. You don't leave the state. You leave the fucking country. You know some shit's bad. <laughs> Waters made guest appearances on Bell's show in 1997, 2000, and 2002. Rebroadcasts of those appearances have helped create what has been described as a modern rural rural myth. The exact location of the hole was unspecified, yet several people <laughs> claim to have seen it. <laughs> I'm just so I don't know your guys' friend, but it just makes me laugh. You wanna see a picture of her? No. <laughs> it's gonna make it worse, I'm sorry. People have claimed to have seen it, such as Gerald R. Osborne, who used the ceremonial name Red Elk, who described himself as an intertribal medicine man, half breed Native American slash white. <laughs> slash white? Yep. <laughs> And who told reporters in 2012 he visited the hole many times since 1961 and claimed the U.S. government maintained... I see you laughing from the side. <laughs> Everyone listening is probably like, come on, just get it over just with. Just get it fucking over with. They're tired of us already. Well, he visited the hole many times since 1961 and claimed the U.S. government maintained a top secret base there where alien, acti- ac- alien activity occurs. But in 2002, Osborne was unable to find the hole on an expedition of 30 people he was leading. I don't know. That's a lot of people like to not find to like, not find something a specific place you're going to. I mean, to be fair, it is Washington. If you ever go to Washington, that shit is so fucking dense you could walk 10 feet and get lost. I'm pretty sure that's why a lot of 411s happen in Washington as well. That does make sense. The trees are so dense, like the needle. It it looks like a fucking pack of needles, like. Uh, have you ever seen like Q-tips? Yeah. In like a fucking box? That's literally what Washington looks like. It's so fucking scary. Oh well, I take my, my I take it back. My uh, statement. I can see why they didn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> but still, if you if you have a rough estimate, why didn't they just go like looking for it like from a plane like point of why view? Why didn't they just s- Google Map it? Yeah. <laughs> why didn't they Google Map it in 1961? Fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I bet I could find it. <laughs> you guys are gonna get an instagram video call i found it <laughs> look for the mk yeah i was it. about to go to that <laughs> zeus in front of the mk i'm never gonna be fucking seen again you know there's a youtuber speaking of which on another derailment there's a youtuber that is hiking all the fucking uh, uh trails that he did looking for the mk oh shit he's found like two m caves already oh fuck that's crazy what was the original guys and uh, something beach yeah, I forgot, I forgot his name. Yeah, he goes missing looking for a fucking cave that he says is in the shape of an M. Yeah. Never found again. This is a real story. Literally We, we talked about on the podcast before how yeah. uh, the YouTube comments like, don't go back. Yeah. Because he's like, oh, you know, I found this cave and if I, had, I felt this weird energy telling me not to go, but I'm going to go back. I'm going to look for it. I'm going to see. I'm going to post a video. And there was a comment that said, don't do it. Do not go in that cave. Do not go back there. And then later he ends up dead. Looking for like, cause he posts a video. Like, oh, I can't find the cave anymore. Yeah, and then later just ends up uh, being found. Oh, no, he wasn't even found. He's, he was never he's found. Never yeah. found. No idea what happened to him. 
Uh, so yeah, I went into like a mild rabbit hole. There is a YouTuber like hiking all over that fucking area. It's kind of scary. Like yeah. the vibe. It's like, you know, those long. For of our listeners who uh, ever liked Vanoss videos, mm-hmm. the unedited Dahi Denogla videos, it's that type where it's a long ass video, no cuts, no yeah. nothing, just him walking, talking about shit, talking about like, oh, this means that, that, blah, blah, blah. It's kind of an eerie vibe. And the fact that he's around that area too. I just saw a movement outside the window. It's probably the space brains. <laughs> if you check out our Instagram, uh, well, tonight, if you check out our Instagram, you'll see a picture of uh, the the little the little friend Efren brought us. Yeah. But, you know, this episode won't go for a month, so it'll be, a, a, like, you know, deep down somewhere by then. This has been the last episode of the Cryptic Coffee Chinese uh, Communist Party podcast. <laughs> That's the title of the episode. Yes. CCP. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, that is going to be the title now. <laughs> but, yeah, it is this very eerie kind of vibe, uh, like... That whole area is pretty scary because this is like right next to Area 51 too. Fuck! So, no yeah. wonder this man. Exactly right, and it's it's so creepy, it's so creepy. I'll 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 link it to you guys because it's it's weird. Yeah, it's hard to explain. Yeah, because I, I was just gonna say like link it to us like later on because I I'd be down to watch it. I'll link I, it I in the chat. A... I'll also post on Instagram as well. Cryptic Coffee Pod. I also have like a really good idea for the uh, picture for this episode. What? Art Bell and Mel's hole. The actual picture of a hole with Art Bell sticking out of it. I could edit that. Yeah. It's just like his hand. <laughs> now, back to Mel's Hall. Local news reporters who investigated that the claims found no public records of anyone named Mel Waters ever residing in or owning property in Katitas County. According to state... The man's de- got erased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he got snapped. <laughs> just the one person. He got blipped. According to State Department of Natural Resources geologist Jack Powell... The hole does not exist and is geologically impossible. A hole of of the depth claimed would collapse into it into itself under the tremendous pressure and heat from the surrounding strata, said Powell. Powell said an ordinary old mine shaft on private property was probably the inspiration for the stories, and commented that Mel's hole had established itself as a legend based on no evidence at all. Kind of like most things. Thing is, I, I can kind of see that because I've actually been listening to a lot of art to art, uh, coast to coast recently. Yeah, a lot of the art bell episodes, and it's just people calling in. Mm-hmm. So you know, uh, a while back I did the the Men in Black episode, and even then I can kind of acknowledge that maybe some of these are made up, maybe some of these are real. But something like that, you know, you don't really know. It's something that you don't really hear of that, that often. Coast to coast is such a great show, and I beat myself over the fact that I don't listen to it that much. Yeah. I should be listening to much uh, like a lot more. However, that being said, anytime I listen to Coast to Coast, I'm always going in with the mindset like, I'm pretty sure 95% of this shit is bull. (laughs) (laughs) Like every single story, I'm looking for like maybe one that I I think I'll believe, but I'm always like, nope, nope. nope, Yeah, I can also believe this because speaking of, remember the, uh, I don't know if we talked about it, the Area 51 caller. Yeah, was that the pilot? It was the guy who was like, Oh, you know, they're getting ready for a massive alien invasion. Oh. They're trying to move everyone to, like, these secure centers. Yeah. yeah. And then the line cuts off. Everything went dead. And there was no question why it went dead. The guy supposedly later called on. He's like, oh, yeah, you know, I was I was there for the one caller. I was just messing around with you guys. It was just a joke. But even I don't know why the lines went dead. Yeah. So you can always take it as, like, you know, it's probably fake. But, you know, the thing about doing something like this is that there's a lot of stories that never really get told. So 
maybe like one out of five. Funny enough, I have something that's going to be similar on that topic about stories that don't get told because people do are people are afraid of like maybe I'm going to be ridiculed if this shit like happens. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a lot of people that probably like because I don't know if I've told you guys this like anytime like uh, that mentality where like if you think you see some shit. No, you didn't. Exactly. That, that, that fucking Mexican TikToker. <laughs> like, I don't think it's spooky shit? Hell I'm, yeah. I'm fully of that belief of, like, if I ignore it, it'll probably stop. <laughs> Maybe to a point that is, that goes up to, like, even, like, bigger levels. Like, you see an alien, and you're like, if I say I don't, maybe less attention will be on me. Maybe I won't get, like, it, hap- it happen again. Because, like, a lot, the thing with me and alien stories is that a lot of people don't really make money off of them. They don't really sell books. They're just like, this happened to me. This is my story. And they don't sell the rights to it. They don't, like, play on a book. They just say, this is what happened. And they usually get ridiculed for it. Yeah. And people are always like, oh, they're just looking for attention, looking for money. That is the theory. Yeah. And it's probably because of a few bad eggs, probably. Because yeah. there have been some good, like, uh, like deals as far as like movies and stuff yeah but, like that's just like the very tip of the iceberg like it's a few bad eggs like the warrens we we've been fucking shitting on the warrens yeah. since day one on this uh, show that type of people make it bad for other people who actually probably like believe their stuff they're like no i'm not trying to make money but because people like the warrens made a shit ton of money everyone thinks that whoever comes out with the story is in it for the money like there's probably some dude in rural america fucking just seen the wildest shit and says i'm gonna go to my grave with this yeah i'll probably pass it down through my family but i'm gonna go to the grave with this because i don't want that attention on me i don't want that you know i don't want to get harassed for the rest of my life yeah just the image literally middle america you're thinking like imagine somewhere in like ohio i say ohio like it's not a fucking fully populated city (laughs) i'm sorry people of ohio Somewhere in, like, fucking Vermont. Like, middle of nowhere. Vermont is where all the cryptids are from. Yeah. West Virginia. <laughs> just, like, at a diner or somewhere. Just, like... Yeah. I really can't believe I saw that one time. There's like, There has to be at least a couple people like that right like, now. I can always picture just some dude in the middle of a diner just drinking his coffee. Probably went through shit his whole life. It's just nice like, shameless plug. <laughs> he probably just went through some shit and just, like, I can never talk about this. You know the statistic that like uh, that always comes up like on social media of like there's about so and so serial killers out there right now as we speak. Yeah. Same statistic. There's probably so many people out. There's a certain number of people out there right now who have seen some shit that we have no idea about. There might be a motherfucker that has seen like the best evidence of a Bigfoot. Won't say anything. There's a dude who probably like fucking chill with the Bigfoot one night. (laughs) There's a lady that fucked Bigfoot. There's a uh, not California. There's a United States representative who wants to fuck Bigfoot. Has written stories about fucking Bigfoot. I remember I looked it up on the show too. <laughs> yeah, I remember we talked about this. Fucking like Bigfoot erotica. I actually kind of want to ask the man if he wants to come on down. Right. So I'm like, hey, dude, uh, you want to come to the podcast talk about Bigfoot? We'll get him for the Bigfoot episode. Yeah, I think your constituents will fucking appreciate it. But yeah, like that's the thing about uh, why I'm so interested in you know coast to coast. Yeah. It's because like you could probably assume all oh, you know these stories are for attention or something. But no one ever really, you know, gets fame from that. At worst, Coast to Coast is just a nice, fun place where people can talk and yeah. make up stories. There's nothing wrong with that. It's it's a it's kind of wholesome, kind of like yeah. nice place you have somewhere to talk. At best, some people are actually revealing like some secret stuff that they've seen. The Howard Stern uh, serial killer, and that's great for me. Yeah, 
I think that's like, holy shit, we're finding out stuff that we're not even supposed to like yeah. find out. The Howard Stern serial killer, that one's fucking crazy. I think we also talked about, I'm pretty sure we talked about that on here on the podcast, but that's something else is why I'm like, I like this shit. And that's like, that's why I also want to encourage people to like tell, like if they have stories, tell us your stories. DM us on Crypto Coffee Pie, just like Nick did. Mm-hmm. Tell us you love us. Tell us how you found us. Or if you have a story, add the story to it. Like we would be down to talk about it. Because there's only so many like cryptids, big stories that we know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We could talk about Betty and Barney Hill all the way to like uh, the, the moon is hollow, stuff like that. But there has to be an endless amount of like individual stories out there who have all seen like a ghost, have seen something, stuff like that. And completely different levels of creepiness from like aliens to ghosts to men in black. Just like the f- the amount of fucking the spectrum that this shit yeah. covers is so crazy to me. Well, I think like too, the ghost stories that I've told on this podcast, I've never really told anyone these stories until the podcast. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure my cousin forgot about the floating Virgin Mary statue. Mm-hmm. You were the chosen one, Jose. <laughs> but like, that's what I'm saying. Like stuff like that, where I know this happened to me. I was there. I experienced it. I'm not making that shit up. Yeah. People, there's been probably other people. Probably after I rejected the fucking statue, somebody else had to deal with it. Yeah. And if that person listening... Hit us up. Let me know what she said, because I wasn't going to listen to it. Was she disappointed that Jose rejected her offer as the chosen one? <laughs> she was like, before you run away, my child, listen to what I have to say, please. The body is located at... <laughs> oh, God. It's Harambe. Listen, kid, I don't have much time. <laughs> when Dagoon is about to get got. <laughs> they found him in the ocean, brother. No! Going back to Mel's hole... Um, so, male waters never existed, according to the United States government. Nope. Hmm. Suspicious. <laughs> Especially since he went to Australia, where everyone goes to go missing. Oh, shit. Right? We got to do, like, a couple episodes on Australian cryptos. I don't think we've ever gone down under, have we? Nah. Nah. I mean, to be fair, just regular animals are cryptids over there. I was going to say the same joke. What they consider animals, we consider high, high fucking brand cryptids. If they, if I told you <laughs> there was a motherfucking rat the size of a human that jumps on two legs, <laughs> y'all would make that the Kentucky fucking hopper. <laughs> <laughs> the Kentucky hopper? The midnight hopper. <laughs> yeah. That shit would be a cryptid like that. <laughs> they do have a cryptid. The drop bear. Oh, sure. Yeah. They're, they made, this one is fully fake. There was never any reports. Yeah. But they made a joke. I think to foreigners or tourists that there's a certain breed of koala that <laughs> that perches up on trees and this koala like eats humans. <laughs> so they perch up on trees and if you walk underneath them, they drop on you and start eating your face. Oh God. <laughs> Fucking drop bears. Drop bears got Wendy Goon. <laughs> right. So, Mel's hole. I'm I'm all laughed out on that one. <laughs> I don't wanna I can't even I don't even know how to like fix that one we left a little too hard on that see once again like i'm gonna blame astonishing legends for those fucking memes that they posted over it because uh i don't know if you ever actually did astonishing legends they have some really great episodes and usually they're kind of serious but when i was on twitter they're talking about it i was like they're going hard on this joke Mm -hmm. after that i could never properly think of it like the regular mystery as it was we got the case of the funnies the funnies so let me get into my thing i decided to try something different today 
it's something we've done before, but I want to get more into like a, a specific type of way. Funny enough, speaking of like personal stories, this yeah. is actually what I did. I went on Reddit. I looked up uh, a specific like Ask Reddit, one of my favorite yeah. uh, subreddits of all time. They have some pretty good ones on there. Exactly. I don't like going on Paranormal because I know it's like people writing stories. Plus, on uh, Paranormal, they can uh, the rule section is that they will DMCA you if you. Oh, is that true? Story. Yeah. Oh. They're like, if you do these stories, that like you, you can DM the person. Hey, can I talk about your story on a podcast or a video? But they will DMCA you if you don't ask. Stuff like that. Yeah, I don't like paranormal, no sleep, all those. It's literally just like writers trying to like get famous or trying to sell a book. Yeah. This is more short and like this happened. I don't really try. I'm not, again, I'm not trying to make money off of this. I'm not trying to get any gain from this, which the other ones clearly are. So on Ask Reddit, I went on to one of the paranormal threads. The question is, what was your paranormal experience? This was one year ago, actually. Not that uh, far off. Pretty recent. Uh, here's just a couple of stories that I want us to react to. First one is, I'm a pilot. One time I was flying and I saw this bright orange glowing thing hovering over the trees. It was kind of bouncing around, like if you had the ball on a, like an elastic string and you just bounced it around and whatnot. You could imagine that. Like, yeah, like kind of paddle. Yeah, exactly. Or imagine like if you have a ball with like two strings and you like pull them, it kind of makes that little weird like where it's like stretching out and kind of bouncing up and down. Mm -hmm. Anyways, since my course would have brought me near it, I asked uh, air traffic control if they saw anything on their radar, which they said no. They asked me what I saw, so I described it and they said they weren't uh, that it wasn't showing anything uh, that and they weren't aware of any military activity. The, the thing shot straight up and disappeared, so I told them that it was gone. They asked me if I wanted to file a UFO report, which I said, fuck no. <laughs> Wait, hold up. They have UFO reports? Apparently, that's standard now. Well, apparently, that's something that happens. I'm going to ask one of my pilot friends. Uh, I don't know why I said one of my pilot friends. I only have one pilot friend. <laughs> I'm going to ask my friend who's a pilot. If UFO reports are a thing, but I'm guessing it has to be ever since like the David Fravor thing, like the Tic Tac video. Yeah. I'm guessing it's like a standard thing. Like, uh, and by UFO again, we're talking about like, uh, unidentified flying object doesn't yeah. have to be specifically tied to aliens. Just, it, yeah. it literally just means by definition, I saw something. I don't know what it fucking is. There was a bird. I couldn't identify. What the fuck is that? Exactly. That's a UFO. That's a UFO. So they asked him, do you want to file a UFO report? He said, fuck no. It's probably a weather balloon. And then I continued on my way. <laughs> I know it wasn't a balloon, but I don't want the FAA questioning my sanity. What freaks me out is that we know very little about the ocean, but relative to us, the ocean is finite. What is behind the big blue sky we see is infinite, and we know nothing about it. Kind of leaves a bit, a bit of an ominous like yeah. uh, message at the end. Because like, you know, uh, Stephen Hawking used to say, you don't want to like, or not Stephen Hawking, what the fuck am I s- Stephen Bills? No, it was Stephen Hawking. I'm thinking, oh, for some reason, I was thinking Stephen King in my head after I said Stephen Hawking. But uh, Stephen, yeah, Stephen Hawking says, you don't want to reach out to aliens. You don't want to communicate with them because chances are they'll probably dominate us. Yeah. Same way when Columbus met uh, uh, the First Nations. It didn't go well for, any, for <laughs> yeah. the First Nations. That's basically his whole theory. It's like if they have technology to come reach us, well, they've already outgunned us at that point. Yeah, that goes back into like the Fermi paradox, where like uh, 
obviously, if you know what the Fermi paradox is, uh, why are we alone? If, if mathematically, we shouldn't be. Yeah. Like the universe is so big, there should be life everywhere, but we're alone. So one of the answers to the Fermi paradox, I think it's called the the dark forest theory or the predator theory, where like civilizations have like learned to be quiet and not make noise because if you become identifiable, you actually get wiped out. Kind of like in a regular forest. Yeah. Animals learn to camouflage. They've all evolved to camouflage, run away, or evade predators because the predator's just trying to get food. What if the universe is just one big fucking forest where uh, if you're if you don't know how to hide, you get got. Kind of like Wendigoon. <laughs> rest, in <laughs> rest in peace, church dad. <laughs> Damn, I saw that one. Oh my god, here comes another one. Damn, that's crazy. Science. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so that kind of goes back into what we were talking about, how many people are probably not talking about their yeah. their experiences because what if they have a professional job and they're like, oh, if I come out with this shit, I'm probably going to get fired. My sanity is going to be fucking questioned every fucking time. Dude, like it's going to pop up in background searches. Dude, Men in Black too. You probably, like, how many people do you think like actually got stopped by a Men in Black? I am so terrified of one day running into like a Men in Black or some kind of person who's not a person that shit terrifies like, me my favorite men of black stories are the ones where they're like they didn't speak to me they weren't looking for me they just walked by me and i could feel a force that just terrified me and never wanted to like you know look uh, for that again yeah that that doesn't even have to be men in black bro like i know we're joking about it but what if like the cia actually or some kind of like intelligence agency is actually targeting some people imagine just walking by and you don't know if they're like people who are looking at you or trying to get you. See, at that point, if like imagine if you speak out, dude's just uh, schizophrenic. Nope, nope. And they could easily def- like uh, say that and like make you like not a believable person. They'll just say, "Oh, he's a schizophrenic. Oh, he doesn't exist." Like Mel Waters. <laughs> <laughs> you can't believe anything these days. Goddamn. <laughs> we truly live in a society, right? So, next story. I was visiting family and staying in a hotel with my boyfriend. Husband, now. The first night there, we went to bed, and I woke up in the middle of the night facing the window. I noticed there was a dark shadow in the corner of the room that looked human-shaped. After staring a while, I realized it must have been a floor lamp since that corner was kind of bare, and that's the logical choice. I rolled over and went back to bed. The following morning, I remembered this and turned to look to the corner where the lamp was and, of course, there isn't a a floor lamp there. The corner is actually bare. I mentioned it to my boyfriend and he went white. He told me that he woke up in the middle of the night because he felt like he was being watched and had to get up out of bed, go to the bathroom. I vaguely remember him getting up and try to shake the feeling. It still sticks with me in dark rooms. Damn could have been sleep paralysis but the fact that the boyfriend also had it kind of like mm, kind of like validates it yeah have you guys ever had something like that uh like when like just waking up and seeing something yeah yeah Either sleep paralysis or i had it once a couple years ago but the one that sticks with me is uh when i was in i was going into high school it was the summer going going to high school i had these uh plushies i'd gone from graduation you know like the like the teddy bears with the, with the fucking diploma hat or whatever that stuff yeah those white bears with the fucking i had one um on top of a sh- uh, like this big shelf 
Amber, I woke up unable to move. So sleep paralysis, right? Yeah. And like, you know, I kind of like was my head was kind of like aiming towards that shelf. And I saw it kind of wiggle its way like bit by bit off the shelf. Oh, that's not good. So that apartment, I wouldn't say it was haunted. It was so this is sucks because this is about, who knows, like 14 years ago, mm. 14, 15 years ago. It was a two bedroom for like 900 something dollars. That's that, that's like how like it wasn't even that long ago, but rent was so much better. So it was a two bedroom, second floor, uh, nine hundred dollars. That's I'm bringing up the money because inflation right now is sucks. Such a great price. Yeah. Right now thinking about that. But yeah, it was it was like a normal place. Uh, wasn't really you know it was kind of in a bad neighborhood, but like like that doesn't really pertain to the story here. Yeah. Not like not really any 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 cases of hauntings. It was just woke up sleep paralysis, and. I look over at that little shelf and I just see the teddy bear slowly wiggle its way and fall off the shelf. And that's about it. There's a lot of like fucking teddy bear content on Nuke's top five. Yeah. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Teddy bears and dolls and stuff like that. That's kind of just like. I'm kind of scared of teddy bears now. <laughs> the the only story I had somewhat related to that, I already told on the podcast. It was the one with Kennedy where I, w- I went upstairs to my room. Oh, and I yes. was like, like half asleep, and then I was like, "Oh, I can't move." <laughs> and you guys were just laughing at me because yeah. of my reaction to it. You were just so relaxed to it. You were just like, "Well, I can't move. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just lie here until I can." Yeah, this is happening. <laughs> like I tried getting up and I couldn't move, and I was like, "Well, shit." <laughs> I have a such a bad habit of putting clothes in such a certain way, and then scaring the fuck out of myself at night. <laughs> it's always like a being. One time I made the fucking hat man. Oh, God. (laughs) I put a fucking, like, uh, not a Trelby hat, but, like, uh, it was, like, kind of, like, two caps together. Two, like, uh, fitted caps with just the front brim. But the way they were, like, on separate sides, it looked like a Trelby hat. (laughs) So it looked like the fucking hat man. Oh, it was so bad. I have a really bad habit of that. But I've never had anything, like, that bad. I forgot I recently had more sleep paralysis that i was supposed to tell you guys it was a it was half a dream half sleep paralysis i knew i was like asleep but once once i started waking up through the nightmare i could i knew i was awake in my bedroom but the nightmare still continued i was at home and we had just adopted a bunch of dogs yeah like five dogs all cute little uh dogs i'm in my room and then I just hear a random voice telling me, it's over, it's over, it's over. And at this point, I can't move. I'm still dreaming. I'm like, fuck. I'm trying to scream. I wake up. I'm in my actual room in the exact same position, which is the crazy part. Yeah. And then I, I feel around me like movement. I can't move, but I feel around me like movement. like, And I know for a fact it's the dog's. But I can't see them. I never saw anything. I just heard the voice, yeah. felt the dogs. But for some reason, even though I can't see them, I know the dogs are like devils now. <laughs> I know they're evil dogs. Now. They're skinwalkers, bro. <laughs> I know they're like black with red eyes. Somehow it's like the zombie dogs from Call of Duty. <laughs> oh, God. And then I just woke up. That was my most recent like sleep paralysis. Again, it's never... And it's all quick. I've never had like sleep paralysis where I'm like a solid couple seconds or where like someone's walking towards me i've never had that yeah. and thank god i've never had that i'm i'm still terrified of having one of those but it's always a quick one and it's always like super intense and then it just ends fucking dogs 
not adopting for any time soon anyway. <laughs> Here's the last one. A couple of years ago, I had a dream rel reliving one of my childhood experiences where I was playing with my cousin. And at the end of the dream, when he was getting ready to go home, I said goodbye to him. And for some reason, it felt different that time. A couple days later, he ended up passing away due to sudden death syndrome. Basically a heart attack, but he was 25, so very unusual. I didn't know that's what it was called. Me either. Three years later, to this day, every two to three weeks, I'm having a very vivid dream where I'm talking with him and having full conversations. My friend says it's my cousin reaching out to me, and while I don't believe that, I can't otherwise explain it rationally. Something I forgot to mention is he was born on the same month and year as me, just eight days apart. So we'd be close friends since we were uh, young kids. There are same age. stories like that of like people reaching out after death. Uh, one of my tias. So my dad was in Mexico when his dad died. Mm -hmm. And he goes, call his sister. Let her know, hey, you know, her and the dad were really close. So he calls his sister and says... And before she even before he even gets a chance to say, "Dad's dead," she was like, "It was it's dad, isn't it?" I had a dream that it happened. I actually kind of had like a I one of the stories I wanted to do was uh, occurrences of de after death, and that was one of the stories I wanted to tell. It's kind of like a personal story of like my tia knowing that you know so and so like you know her her dad passed away before she even got the news. You know she had a dream of it. Yeah, and it's kind of kind of what it sounds like to me. There was another one I heard recently where this guy had died. And uh, he, his friends and family got emails, and some of these emails were actually inside jokes. Uh, John Phobix? Like that was his guy. I think the guy's name was. I vaguely remember this. I think I've heard of it. Yeah. Or yeah. uh, this guy was just like, I got an email from my dad, from my friend who died weeks ago, saying, "Clean your fucking addict," which happened, which was apparently was an inside joke between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some yeah. of the family members also got kind of like same thing, where it was like inside joke, something else no one else would know except for the person receiving it. Exactly. It would be so hard for someone to hack it. And know an inside joke between two, like, personal friends. Like, I I was drunk, but I know you and Pua have a code word for, hey, you're going a little too far right now. Mm -hmm. Imagine if, you know, uh, you or Pua had gone. If one of us yeah, died. And one of you gets emo with those two words. Yeah, that would be so fucking horrible. I would, not only would that be scary, I'd be broken, like... Because, like, that's, like, your best friend. Yeah. And, like, that, and you've never told anyone that, oh, that's got to be fucking, oh, I do not want to be in that position. I was drunk as fuck, but, like, man, same thing, like, I could have probably hacked you, like, I probably could have hacked and be, like, saying those two words. Yeah. But that would just be, like, because I was there. Mm -hmm. Someone, you know, someone else is going to, like, know that shit. Yeah. At that point, it is like compromise because i did say it it was a weird crazy night well you know like it was like because it was like a whisper and i just happened to be right next by exactly but obviously i'm not gonna fucking hack you and and i'm not gonna hack either of you and send you that one as a fucking scare exactly it has to be someone with like malicious intent obviously you're not gonna have malicious yeah. intent. it has to be someone like a little more separated someone who actually but who also happens to know these secret code words yeah that's a tough one to like be in it has to be such a so many factors have to go in yeah where you have to be close enough to know but far enough to be like a malicious actor to be like, I'm going to troll this motherfucker. Yeah, that, that's kind of like, it's a little too specific. Yeah. So, yeah, like, I've kind of, like, on another level of, like, occurrences death. Um, The one, that one dude who died in a collapsed tunnel. But for hours after his death was just calling his family, each each and every single one of them. Oh, no, that's not good. I haven't heard of that. 
it's kind of a famous one. This guy, you know, I didn't like, you know, there was, uh, was there was more than people like that Capitano, but you know, he kept falling. He kept calling his uh, friends and family hours after he had died. They all kept getting, re- they all kept receiving, you know, uh, voicemails and stuff from him, mm. which is some scary ass fucking shit. That has to be horrible, yeah, because that's like. That's new paranormal. Yeah. That's some shit that involves technology, and that's kind of even creepier in a way. That's like, oh, shit, like, some of this stuff is, like, evolving, or it's just proving that it's always been bullshit. Yeah. But either way, I don't want to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, speaking of all of that, my family has so many stories of that type of shit where, like, we dream of a death, we know of a death. Yeah. I think I've said it on the pod. Um, my sister, when my one of my uncle died, obviously, as soon as the thing happens, there's calls. We live throughout, like, both uh, countries, Mexico and U.S. Yeah. I, uh, so calls are happening all over the place, from here to Oklahoma to uh, Arkansas to, like, Durango and yeah. to, like, uh, Mexico City. All over the place, calls are happening, updating. Yeah, there's been an accident. He died in, like, a freak accident. And as soon as it happens, it's like 3 a.m. here, 4 a.m. here. It's like 5 a.m. in Durango. From my sister's perspective, she's in the middle of uh, Durango. It's like 5 a.m. It's still night. Her husband says, and he attests to this, that she, as soon as the phone rings, there's no reason to, like, know anything. It's just a normal day. Again, it's a freak accident that happened out of nowhere. We didn't expect anything to anyone to die. He wasn't sick or anything. As soon as the phone rings at 5 a.m., which is not in the same room, it's like on like across the hall in a different room, it's a phone line. She immediately gets out of bed running, screaming, my uncle answers the phone. Yep, he died. And he's like, how the fuck did you know? She's like, I just knew. I just knew. Recently, we've had a couple of deaths. Um, Like a couple years ago, my grandma, uh, she went. Before she left for like, I want to say a week before, we started getting calls from the people who she was living with uh, that were taking care of her at the time saying she's starting to see people. She's starting to talk at night like she sees her mom. Yeah. She sees old friends and she's like, my mom's here to pick me up. That was one of the ones that stuck with me. That's fucking scary. Rock, you can't see because we got this fucking new lighting. I got goosebumps right now. (laughs) Yeah. And as soon as I heard that, I'm like, yeah, it's she's she's gonna go. And a week later, yeah, we all got we all get the call. I think it was like, it was kind of like in the morning, like 9 a.m. Yeah, we all get the call. Yeah, she's gone. And that that it's not as scary when it's your grandma. I'm I don't know why I never got like goosebumps. I'm just like, damn, she's gone. She's gonna go. Yeah. That I usually I think I'd get the reaction of like, oh fuck. <laughs> No, no, she was like, yeah, my mom's here to pick me up. That's the thing that'll get me. It's like, my mom's here to pick me up. What the fuck you mean your mom's here to pick you up? My grandma was 90-something years old. She was one of those people that lasted a long time. Yeah. To hear that my mom is here to pick me up, I'm like, oh, God. And she's never said that before. Don't go with her. Yeah, she's those. You know how, like, when you get old, you start going senile? Yeah. It took her a long time to like, ever get to a point where, like, you can tell she's old. No. Nah. She was like quick witted the whole yeah. fucking way there, and just to for that point to be like, yeah, my mom's here, pick me up. I think the only other paranormal thing she ever went through was hearing uh, her husband's voice 
like a couple years after he died in the same like room where he died yeah and she just ran away ran out of the room like telling everyone get out of here get out of here in like the old house where he died but apart from that yeah that's pretty scary more recently another uncle died he had a uh, cancer and uh, cancer eventually got to him but uh last few days i think it was i want to say three to four days before he went he was in the hospital being treated because we all knew he was like okay he could go any day now my sis i never went to visit him uh but my sister did and she says that he was so happy that one day i'm like the last day where he was like still like uh himself yeah where because at one point the cancer just gets to and you're just a vegetable until you die yeah at at one point you're just breathing he was so happy the last day he was himself and like why are you so smiling oh because god is here you don't see him that's jesus oh god this was the most recent one too he's like i'm so happy look he's so beautiful he kept saying cryptic cryptic stuff like that that god's here he's gonna take me with him and then, yeah, eventually shit happens. That's fucking scary. I don't know why, but in my family, everyone has shit like that. Where, yeah. like, before we die. And I always thought, oh, that's kind of like a trope. And then you, obviously, me being from that family, I'm like, I, I've gone into this. I've gone into, the, like, the dimethyltryptamine, like, thing. Where, like, DMT, for all you Joe Rogan fans. <laughs> Where before the body dies, it releases DMT and you start hallucinating shit like that. Yeah. So that's where all these theories of like an afterlife come from and all that. The mechanical so I, elves. Exactly. So I've been looking into all that stuff because for some reason, my family has a lot of that. A lot of like uh, weird coincidental like uh, premonitions before someone dies. And oh, I'm like, well, then. <laughs> I can't wait to see what I'll see before I die. I'm, I, I, <laughs> this is how bad we are as like... As a coping mechanism, I use comedy a lot. Yeah. So when all that was happening, like after he like died, we're all like sitting on a table and like, damn, he really said like Jesus came from like God was there and everything yeah. like that. I'm like, I hope God comes when I fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> and then they start laughing. Someone's telling me, shut the fuck up. Don't <laughs> talk. My sister's like, please don't talk. You're about to make it worse. I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I'm really worried. What if like when I'm at my deathbed, I'm like, oh, guys. Baphomet's here. <laughs> uh, I, I'm I'm gonna be leaving soon. <laughs> yeah, Satan and Baphomet's there. They said I'm gonna have fun in hell. I'm just afraid of that. That is a fucking a scary image, dude. Yeah, right. Like I know I've heard about. Um, there's a YouTuber I used to watch. Uh, Wendigoon, rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> no, um, I uh, he took his own life three years ago. Oh. Uh, anyone knows uh desmond etika mofa he uh was actually the way i learned he was how i learned uh dmt because he was watching videos on it oh shit and he kind of like went explaining like you know like dumb like a dumb explanation of like what dmt is and he went he was watching videos of it i remember this lady he showed one video of this like lady taking some dmt and she starts freaking the fuck out mm-hmm. and it was through that that i kind of actually like did research on my own right and, like you know what i'm not gonna take this fucking drug but i'm kind of curious like whenever i hear something st- like you know, like that I myself get curious. I'm like, okay, let me just like look this up. Yeah. And the mechanical elves. That's why I, I know about mechanical elves and stuff. And I'm kind of like scared because people like I know I know there was a story of this one guy who took DMT, and he said he saw hell, and he immediately like went Christian, changed his life for the better because of the fucking DMT trip. He legit said he saw hell, 
and our DMT trips last like fifteen minutes. Yeah, you're it's it's in and out, and that's what, that's the shit that fucking scares me. I know I'm never gonna take DMT, but part of me is just like, what if what if I do take it? What am I gonna see? Yeah, am I gonna freak out like this lady and this guy, or am I just gonna have like? Because I've seen another one. He showed a uh, video of the guy who took DMT, and he's just standing up like he's standing up propped up along the wall, just chilling. It's such a spectrum. Yeah. Because it could be like the most life changing experience of your life where like for the positive or you could literally be in hell. It's such a strong reaction, which is what fascinates it about uh, like uh, me about it. Yeah. Like there is nothing else in the world from our entire lives that we've heard throughout like our history that can change your like aspect, your state of mind, state of being so hard like uh like a hallucinogenic drug like yeah. shrooms like DMT that's that's a part where like also because of another I'm trying not trying to get got by the CIA but thanks to our government it's another thing that has been stopped during like the 60s there was so much like research into like uh hallucinogenics yeah there was a lot of therapy like that was being like brought up DMT was literally invented uh, well, what we call DMT, I think it's called. Oh no, 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 LSD. Yeah, LSD twenty five. I think that was invented, and like that was seen as such a great step forward in like uh, the expansion of the mind. This is where hippies came from, and like uh, fucking MK Ultra. Yeah, so much bad shit came out of that, even though it was supposed to be a good thing. It was. It started well with like university research, and so much progress was made. Thank God it's coming back. Um, there's signs that uh, LSD, DMT can all help with like uh, post-traumatic stress uh, yeah. s- uh, syndrome. So a lot of like veterans and soldiers are taking this like these therapy sessions, including like DMT and like shrooms and stuff like that. And it's actually working. Something that has never worked. Because when you think about MK Ultra, this was shit was done behind. You know this this was done. On unwilling participants. So many fucking people didn't even know what they were getting into. Dude just thought he was getting a hooker for the night. Yeah. No, he was getting an LSD trip. What's that called? Operation Midnight Climax, I think. Yeah. Yes. Can you imagine your own fucking government <laughs> setting you up? Obviously, you're doing some illegal shit. You're getting a hooker. No one forced you to get a hooker that <laughs> yeah. night. But then she drugs you. And who are you going to tell? The government? Hey, yo, I was and doing her, this highly illegal shit. And her and name? Me. Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> and that woman was. <laughs> no, but yeah, for real. Like, you're not going to go to. You're not going to tell the police, I got a fucking hooker. She drugged the shit out of me. You got a hooker? Lock this man up. <laughs> exactly. And it's not like the government at that time was the most fucking, like, uh, what's it called? Understanding government. Yeah. We're, at, we're in the middle of the fucking Vietnam War. We just won World War II. We can do no wrong. We're trying to cover up every single alien. <laughs> Roswell. <laughs> we're out here trying to defeat the Soviet Union. We don't have time to be a symp- uh, sympathy government. <laughs> but, yeah, I, like I said, I've gone into the, like, uh studying stuff like all of the like uh hallucinogenic uh things such such like so many stuff like stopped and i think we really went back like we regressed like a good 30 to 40 years like that's a long time what did they they did just overturn roe v wade and that's why i think we're here (laughs) (laughs) 
I just think a lot of shit was stopped and a lot of shit was like regressed as far as like societal uh, like means because of that. So hopefully I think we can eventually get into like uh, a point where we understand because I don't think it's divine. I'll be honest. Yeah. Again, I don't think it's like, oh, a, when you take DMT or when you get that t- that type of high. I don't think we're stepping into another dimension. A lot of people do think. I just think it's a part of the mind that we haven't explored yet. And it's such a complex like place that we just have no idea. So because it's because we have no idea about it, it seems so mystical to us. To me, um, the mechanical elves. Yeah. If it's like if that's something that's locked deep inside your mind, I want to know what the fuck is going on in there. Exactly, because it's not like oh, it's random. There yeah. is mechanical elves. There are certain entities that keep re- reappearing every time you take it. There's evil entities. There's uh good entities. Fairies. Fairies show up a lot to people. That to me is fucking creepy and it's like they're like sexual too i'm showing a zoo's pictures of mechanical elves so these are drawings that people have done after seeing you know after taking dmd i feel stupid i thought uh it was gonna be like a uh, robot elf yeah like gears yeah i don't know why they call it that but yeah that's what it is they call it like mechanical elves jesters are another thing that people see joe rogan has famously seen jesters laughing at him <laughs> and he got the impression like just don't take yourself too seriously yeah and he says it changed his life i have a, a friend that took shrooms and said the same thing he kind of like uh had an ego death ego death's gotta be such a crazy experience because think of the things that have been like had done throughout history because of ego yeah literally genghis khan changed the fucking stratosphere <laughs> he changed <laughs> climate out of all the fucking people he killed all for ego wasn't it because, like, his brother or something? Something happened to Genghis Khan that made him go fucking... We'll go watch the infographics video on it. <laughs> exactly. Hitler, Stalin, all these people. That's all ego. So t- for something to kill it, that yeah. has to be some of the strongest shit on Earth. But back to your story. I think we're done. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about DMT. He's going to take some DMT while we're driving back home. Oh, God. <laughs> He going to see elves. Y'all don't see that elf above the citadel? <laughs> we do drive by the citadel every fucking night. <laughs> nah, I'm going to do that one thing that Zeus says he's always going to do when he drives. I'm, I'm going to start speeding and be like, you know, I really loved her, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was telling Efrain. I forgot all about that. Like, if I when I get my first car, I'm going like, to like, just be chilling with friends and one, like, on an empty freeway, just start speeding and be like, I really loved her, man. <laughs> I did everything for her. He tells me this on like day one or like day two of this fucking podcast when we first started. I'm fucking dying. I'm like, he he, he seems like the type too. Because you can never tell when Zeus is telling the truth or just fucking bullshit. <laughs> the thing about but, Zeus is that he's quiet. Yeah. My, my friend, I er, earlier today, my friend Ray was like, dude, I'm 24. And I'm like, yeah, I'm about to be 26. And he's like, man. I didn't think I was going to make it this far. And it was just quiet. And I was like, I'm killing myself on my 30th. <laughs> and he starts laughing. He's like, bro, what? <laughs> He's like, you can't just say shit like that with no content. <laughs> so here the thing is, I actually heard that the other day from uh, a coworker. At work. <laughs> oh, God. It's like, yeah, probably my 30th is going to kill myself. Shit. 
you, there probably is packs like that as well. Yeah. People who are like so obsessed with like success or like a certain type of like goal that they're trying to reach. Yeah. If I don't have this job or this house or something by the time I'm 30, I'm probably going to kill myself. Yeah. Cause he was like, I didn't think I was going to get this far. And I was like, yeah, me neither. And that's when the silence was. And then that, that's when I was just like, I'm going to kill myself on my 30th. <laughs> and he started laughing. He goes, he was like, yo. You have a special talent of finding the most random, <laughs> most inappropriate stuff at the worst time. <laughs> That's why I fucking love you, Zeus. <laughs> yeah, I sent a uh, meme like that to my friend Ray. He's like, bro, you'd be saying the most out-of-pocket shit. Because <laughs> I think at one point, he texted me, like, when we stopped playing uh, online on PS4, he texted me, like, just me and him. He's like, bro, you all right? I'm like, yeah, you're why? Right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, why? He's like, bro, you were saying so much, like, suicidal jokes. And I'm like, yeah, they were just jokes. <laughs> Dude, so, I, uh, you know what I love about Zeus is that one time I was... Uh, when the, uh, the Mars episode, you were driving Mars back home, I was driving Zeus back home. This man got a call. Hey, uh, you're not online right now. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> people checking in on him just because he wasn't do online. You really have people checking up on you. My friend Roman was playing Apex. He's like, Oh, I was going to ask if you wanted to play because I didn't see you were online. And I was like, Yeah, I'm on my way back home right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know people care about you. Yeah. He hasn't been online in a, solid, like in a few solid hours. Yeah. Check it, in on him. And it's not like he doesn't go online every night. God damn, Zeus. <laughs> you got to chill with the jokes, man. <laughs> Me and Jose kind of get it, but some people might not. The the twins just kind of got used to it at this point. They're here. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough, I saw the lightning. Too. I saw the light. I yeah. knew it was coming, but I, I still didn't know what to like think. I didn't know what to say before it happened. I was going to be like, on that note. <laughs> uh, surprisingly, there hasn't been that many. I thought it would be more. It is like 10 o'clock. Yeah. Usually they start just fucking. It's like the 4th of July here every fucking weekend. Uh, before like the week of June. Psh, nothing but fireworks here in East LA. It's fucking crazy. I think that's where we're going to leave it. We had a pretty long, pretty nice episode. Kind of chill. We talked about a lot of serious topics. Yeah. A lot of funny ass talk. We couldn't. We really just fucking laughed at Mel's hole, didn't we? <laughs> we went from Mel's hole to fucking the politics of psychedelics. We are, uh, what is the word I can like? I'm looking for a word right now. We are a truly diverse podcast. Fully diverse. So many topics covered. Like one minute we're talking about some fucking cryptid. The next minute, Mel's hole. Right. The next minute, I'm mechanical all, elves. I'm going over how my teacher convinced me to be brave when I was in fifth grade. <laughs> and then it changed my life forever. And now I love nature. Thank you, Miss Richardson. <laughs> I think this was a great uh, one year anniversary podcast. <laughs> We had a lot of stuff off of our chest. We discussed a lot of things. Some of our favorite stuff. Some of our worst stuff. Well, we made it one year. Let's make it one more. Here's to another year, guys. Here's to more adventures. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you could stick around. For the Cryptic Coffee Podcast, this is Efren. This is Jose. And Zeus. Saying goodbye. Like and rate us on fucking Spotify. Give us some five stars. Gotta be cryptic too. Adios. Some of the people implicated in this fucking case, I'll just say one of them. His name rhymes with Bill Clinton. (laughs) (laughs) 
the CryptoCoffee experiment. Phase 1, complete. Phase 2, initiating. <laughs>